Hello, and welcome to Sleep Cove, the place to get a good night's sleep. I hope you enjoyed last week's sleep hypnosis for peaceful dreams, and that you had some good dreams in the last week. If you want to contact me on social media and let me know, it'll be great to hear how it went. This podcast is a double episode with the first half sponsored by HelloFresh and is a series of Edgar Allan Poe's poems and I hope you can spot the theme in the title of his works. And the second part of the podcast is sponsored by Purple Mattresses and is a sleep story of the canals of Utrecht. So before we start the Edgar Allan Poe poems, I'd like to introduce HelloFresh. HelloFresh delivers fresh quality pre-portioned ingredients to your door and have 21 recipes to choose from each week. It makes it easy to cook delicious home-cooked meals from scratch. I've tried it myself and the food and quality of ingredients is absolutely fantastic. And if you look at my Instagram, you can see some of the packages I've received and they've been absolutely delicious. We have lots of different recipes. It's really easy to choose something to fit in every lifestyle and suit every taste. There's step-by-step recipe cards for you to cook any cuisine, no matter how experienced you are in the kitchen. For the simple way to cook fresh, HelloFresh is offering you 50% off your first box and 35% off your next three boxes. Head to hellofresh.co.uk and use Sleepcove to receive 50% off your first box and 35% off your next three for the rest of the month. Head to hellofresh.co.uk to choose your favourite recipes for your first box. Please do not listen to any sleep recording whilst driving or operating heavy machinery. Please find a safe place where you can go to sleep. And let's begin. Edgar Allan Poe, The Sleeper At midnight in the month of June, I stand beneath the mystic moon. An opiate fella, dewy, dim, exhales from out her golden rim. And softly dripping, drop by drop, upon the quiet mountain top, steals drowsily and musically into the universal valley. The rosemary nods upon the grave, the lily lolls upon the wave, wrapping the fog around its breast. The ruin moulders into rest. Looking like leave, see the lake, a conscious slumber seems to take, and would not for the world awake. All beauty sleeps, and lo, where lies her easement open to the skies, Irene with her destinies. O lady bright, can it be right, this window open to the night, the wanton airs from the tree top, laughing through the lattice drop, the bodiless airs, a wizard root, Flit through thy chamber in and out, and wave the curtain. Cap-
going to be so fitfully, so fearfully upon the closed and fringe lid, neath which thy slumbering soul lies hid, that over the floor and down the wall, like ghosts the shadows rise and fall, oh lady dear, house thou's no fear, why and what art thou dreaming here, sure thou art come far off seas, a wonder to these garden trees, strange is thy pallor, strange thy dress, strange above all, the length of dress, and this all solemn silentness, the lady sleeps, oh may her sleep, which is enduring, so be deep, Heaven have her in its sacred keep, This chamber changed for one more holy, This bed for one more melancholy, I pray to God that she may lie, Forever with unopened eye, While the dim sheeted ghosts go by, my love, she sleeps, oh may her sleep, as it is lasting so be deep, soft may the worms about her creep, far in the forest, dim and old, for her may some tall vault unfold, some vault that oft hath flung its black, and winged panels fluttering back, Triumphant over the crested paws Of her grand family funerals, Some succulpra remote alone, Against whose portal she hath thrown, In childhood many an idle stone, Some tool from mount, whose sounding door, she never shall force an echo more, thrilling to think, poor child of sin, it was the dead who groaned within. Evening Star Twas noontide of summer, and mid-time of night, and stars in their orbits shone pale through the light of the brighter cold moon mid planets her slaves herself in the heavens her beam on the waves I gazed a while on her cold smile too cold, too cold for me there passed as a shroud, a fleecy cloud, I turned away to thee. Proud evening star, in the glory afar, And dearer thy beam shall be, For joy to my heart, is the proud part, Thou bearest in heaven at night, and more, I admire the distant fire than that colder, lowly light. Dreamland By a route obscure and lonely, haunted by ill angels only, where an Edelon named Night On a black throne reigns upright I have reached these lands But newly From 
an ultimate time fool from a wild weird chime that leaf sublime out of space out of time bottomless veils and boundless floods and chasms and caves and titian woods with forms that no man can discover for the dews that drip all over mountains toppling evermore into seas without a shore seas that restlessly aspire surging under skies of fire lakes that endlessly outspread their lone waters lone and dead their still waters still and chilly with the snows of the lolling lily by the lakes that thus outspread their lone waters lone and dead their sad waters sad and chilly with the snows of the lolling lily by the mountains near the river murmuring lowly murmuring ever by the grey woods by the swamp where the toad and the newt and camp by the dismal tarns and pools where dwell the ghouls by each spot the most unholy in each nook most melancholy there the traveller meets aghast sheeted memories of the past shrouded forms that start and sigh as they pass the wanderer by white robed forms of friends long given in agony to the earth and heaven for the dreamland by a route obscure and lonely haunted by ill angels only where an Edelon named Night on a black throne reigns upright I have reached these lands but newly from an ultimate time thule from a wild weird chime that leaf sublime out of space out of time bottomless veils and boundless floods and chasms and caves and titian woods with forms that no man can discover for the dews that drip all over mountains toppling evermore into seas without a shore seas that restlessly aspire surging under skies of fire lakes that endlessly outspread their lone waters lone and dead their still waters still and chilly with the snows of the lolling lily by the lakes that thus outspread their lone waters lone and dead their sad waters sad and chilly with the snows of the lolling lily by the mountains near the river murmuring lowly murmuring ever 
the traveller meets a guest, sheeted memories of the past, shrouded forms that start and sigh, as they pass the wanderer by, white robed forms of friends long given, in agony to the earth and heaven, for the heart whose woes are legion, tis a peaceful soothing region, for the spirit that walks in shadow, tis oh, tis an El Dorado, but the traveller travelling through it, may not dare not openly view it, never its mysteries are exposed, to the weak human eye unclosed, so wills its king who hath forbid, the uplifting of the fringe lid, and thus the sad soul that here passes, beholds it but through darkened glasses, by a root obscure and lonely, haunted by ill angels only, where an eidolon named Night, on a black throne reigns upright, I wandered home but newly, from this ultimate dim thule. The second part of the Sleep Cove podcast is sponsored by Purple Mattresses. Here's a question, how did you sleep last night? Did you spend the night tossing and turning? As you know, you're listening to this podcast because you struggle to sleep. And sometimes getting comfortable on your mattress can keep you up at night. We've all been there with a few aches and pains in bed. And sometimes it may be the mattress we're sleeping on, which is giving you the problem. The purple mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses one of a kind purple grid and it's like nothing the memory foam you may be used to. The purple grid feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time, so it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus, it's breathable, so it keeps you cool while sleeping. There's a 100 night risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund. Is backed by a 10 year warranty, and there's also free shipping returns when ordered from purple.com. You're going to love purple, and right now, my listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great deals they're offering site wide. Just text COVE to 84888. The only way to get this pillow is to text COVE to 84888. That's C-O-V-E to 84888. Messages and data rates may apply. This next sleep story was written by Slumber, so if you enjoy it, Please go and check out the app.
tonight we'll wander through the historic Dutch city of Utrecht. It's a city of cobblestones and canals, of art, music and culture. As always, we'll get nice and comfortable first. Close your eyes. Relax your arms and legs, your fingers and toes. Feel your muscles let go of any strain left over from the day. Allow your thoughts to fall away as you breathe deeply in and out at your own pace. You can imagine each thought as if it's a cloud floating by in the sky high above. It will come and go and you can just watch as it passes. By the time it's gone, another one will replace it. Notice that you're separate from these clouds. There's a distance between you and your thoughts. As you're watching these clouds pass, one catches your attention. It is a touch of grey and it has bright golden edges. Rays of light pour out from all sides. Feel the light fall onto your face. It warms you here, where you're standing. Beneath your feet, you feel a hard surface. Stone. You look down at your feet to find an old stone bridge. Above the sky glows a soft blue and gold. Dotted with small puffy clouds. It's a beautiful day in the Dutch city of Utrecht. The bridge crosses one of the city's canals, which encircle the centre of town. To your left is a small row of white stone shops. To your right, brick row houses line the edge of the canal. The sky here is large and full of movement. A breeze catches the clouds and pushes them across the blue backdrop. Every few minutes one of the larger clouds is whisked in front of the sun. As you look up, you see the edge of one such cloud turn from grey to gold as the sun illuminates it from behind. The cloud casts a shadow on the ground and you feel your cheeks turn from warm to cool. You close your eyes and light plays upon your eyelids as the clouds move away from the sun. The temperature rises just enough to warm the tip of your nose 
just as you're getting used to how this feels, the clouds shift again, even with your eyes closed, you can follow the dynamic movements of the sky, from light shadow, warm to cool, as a cloud passes over one corner of the sky, the light on the back of your eyelids darkens, just a bit on the right, the breeze gently tussles your hair, and you open your eyes from your vantage point on the bridge, a sprawling Dutch city lays out before you, now you understand where the painters of the Dutch golden age got their inspiration, the quality of the light here is singular, you can imagine the same sky stretching out over a wheat field, with a single tree, perhaps it's playing a game of light and a shadow over a small country village with hay bales stacked against a barn in the distance, or maybe the clouds trace their path over a brick and stone city like this one, with shops and homes and canals, and the steeples of elegant churches dotting the skyline, just as this thought crosses your mind, the bells of a cathedral chime nearby, the sound reverberates through the city's winding cobblestone roads, the echoes of the high and low notes intermingle, these bells hail from the Dom Tower, it stands tall above the shops to your right, in fact it's the tallest building in all of Utrecht, there's been an unwritten rule in the city for centuries, nothing stands higher than the bell tower of this mighty cathedral, it's the centrepiece of the skyline here, it towers over 100 metres in height, and is the tallest of its kind in all of the Netherlands. It was built in the 1300s as the crowning portion of St Martin's Cathedral, many now call it the Dom Church, but this tower stands apart from the rest of the cathedral, which sits behind it disconnected. The nave of the St Martin's Cathedral collapsed in the 1600s leaving the tower separated from the main building, and so it has stood tall and square and alone ever since, while the bottom two portions of the tower are boxy, the third and topmost section is lacy and open, the belfry is here sending the sounds of the bells all across Utrecht, they can be heard clearly nearby where you're standing and in the outskirts where the city gives way to fields and farms, you leave the bridge and follow the bells towards the church, cobblestone streets wind up from the canal 
and you walk slowly being sure to enjoy the unique sound of your steps on the stone. The streets are narrow and close, lined with quaint shops. There's a coffee house and a shop selling lace and fabric. There's a chocolate shop filled with beautiful cakes and tarts in a wide glass display. People sit at petite tables outside the cafes. Some idly flip through the morning paper. Others talk with friends, laughing quietly at a private joke. You smile as you walk. This is a happy city. People here are friendly and welcoming. It might be nice to stop at one of the cafes, you think. Perhaps you'll do the latter. After you explore a bit more of the town. The path leads you under an archway beneath the Dom Tower. The other side opens up to a charming square, similarly lined with cafes and shops. This is the area where the nave used to stand. Now the space between the two parts of the church makes for a cosy gathering place on a fair weather day like today. From here you follow the road as it slopes gently down to the left. As you walk you feel the knobby nudges of the cobblestones beneath your feet. Cyclists pass you on the street. Some gently ding their bells to warn you of their passing. so many bicycles here, in fact some say there are more bicycles than people. The Netherlands is a small country and very flat, so travelling by bicycle makes sense. What freedom you think to hop on a bike and go explore. Before long, the street brings you to an outlet at an old canal. This is the heart of the city. On weekend mornings, the streets on either side of the old canal transform into an outdoor market. can find people selling apple tarts, little puff donuts, covered in powdered sugar, and flowers by the hundreds. Stalls with large metal buckets filled with tulips stand at every corner. Find in the Netherlands' largest cities. 
Not only does it have roads that follow it above, but there's also a path on either side at the water level. Black metal stairs lead from the street down to the water's edge. You take one such set of stairs, hearing the clang of the metal reverberate with each step, and the bottom you see large black wooden double doors on both sides of the water. These were the old warehouses for goods delivered by boat to the city. You imagine what might have been stored behind these doors in days past. Money, spices, tea, root vegetables and grain. Now these old underground rooms have been transformed into restaurants and coffee shops. Faint notes of live music trickle out from one of the cellars behind you. Ahead, there's a traditional Dutch pancake restaurant. The kitchen and main dining room are inside the old cellar. The dinner rushes on its way, so the waiters are setting up the table and chairs at the edge of the canal. You walk over to the restaurant and look at the menu. Dutch pancakes are like large crepes. You can get them with an assortment of savoury and sweet toppings. There's apple and cheese, mushroom, pineapple and one with assortment of greens. There's chocolate for dessert, or berries and cream. You also get a traditional pancake with the rich dark syrup. You'll always find here in a tall yellow bottle. It sounds like you can't go wrong here. You take a seat at one of the tables closest to the waiter. The waiter arrives with a pleasant smile and takes your order. You pick one of the pancakes that looked especially good on the menu and choose a nice cool drink. Across the canal there's a family of ducks sitting on the brick ledge by the water. One ruffles its feathers and another grooms itself. A third has just decided to go for a swim. It flaps its wings lightly and lands on the surface of the canal in a gentle slide. Sending tiny ripples across the surface of the water. Lazily it kicks its webbed feet and meanders leisurely across the canal, looking for a snack. It paddles past a handful of leaves that have fallen into the water. The leaves have pointed edges. You watch them spin as the current tosses them softly from side to side. They look like little rafts for dragonflies, making their way down the mighty river. But if the leaves were rafts, the ducks would be the size of enormous tankers. How funny the world looks when you see it from a different angle. 
you're not sure how long you'll watch the family of ducks go about their evening business, you aren't paying attention to time, but after a while the waiter returns with the food, the pancake arrives on an enormous blue and white ceramic platter, while the pancakes are thin and delicate, they are rather large in size, it looks absolutely delicious, you savour the first bite, the combination of flavours isn't like anything you've had before, it's wonderful, the food warms you, as the evening air begins to cool. When you finish your dinner, you look across the canal once more, the ducks are all in the water now, following the current as it takes them from under a little stone bridge. You wave to them as they pass. One of them turns to you and quacks. You imagine it, it might be wishing you a good evening, which makes you smile. Now it's time to go on your way too. You thank the waiter for your meal and climb back up the stairs to the main street. It's a little darker now, and the street lights begin to flicker on, one by one, along the canal and up to the cobblestone streets. There's a store renting bikes just ahead of you. An after dinner ride sounds more than pleasing. You choose a bike that's just the right height and unlock the wheel with a little key which lends out a gentle click. You hop onto it and adjust the seat with ease. You push forward and start to pedal away from the old canal. This city is particularly flat and laden with bike lanes, which make for an effortless ride. It feels nice, getting to use your arms and legs in tandem like this. The breeze blows past your hair, as you turn left and right again, your pedal under streetlights and pass rows of trees where birds camp out waiting for a snack. You pass some classic Dutch houses with fancy intricate gables on the roofs. Some are square, some are round, some have little arches on the top. They remind you of toppers on wedding cakes the way they stand out in white above the red buildings. You pass the statue of a rabbit and the state theatre and performing house. The road leads you around to the right, past grocery stores and more cafes. You cross over smaller canals and through blooming little parks, nestled between residential streets. After one intersection, you find yourself paddling through a much larger park. This is the Wilhelmina Park, named for a famous Dutch queen. There's a famous statue of her here in the centre of the lush green park. She's wrapped in a coat and hat and 
she looks quite regal as you glide past. You continue on to the next part of town. This is a residential area with small quiet streets lined with individual homes. The broad windows of each home send over a warm glow through open curtains out onto the street. Inside a table set for dinner and rows of bookshelves on living room walls. Through the neighbourhood you go, riding effortlessly. You pass under a bridge with unusual decorations. The underside is lined top to bottom with square white tiles, each bearing a different blue chair. There's so much art here, and often in the most unexpected places. That's your favourite part of the city so far, you think. You keep pedalling past bushes with pink and purple flowers, past a tall brick wall with a shiny iron gate leading into a college campus. You see students sitting outside on the lawn watching day turn into night on soft blankets. Some are reading, while others are circled up, talking with friends or playing card games. Here you turn to the right and follow a bike trail away from the main road. It curves down to a forested path beside a long lazy river. The river is narrow almost like a canal. The streets stand tall and green to your right. To your left the water flows along the bank, sometimes turning white where it passes over tangled tree roots that overhang the edge. The air is crisp and clean here. You can smell the damp earth and wet leaves mixed with a fragrant aroma of flowers. The path leads you deeper into the woods. Small lights in the ground guide the way. You hear the sounds of birds settling in for the night and small animals returning to their burrows. Up ahead you see a warm glow through the trees. What could it be, you wonder? As you get closer, you realise it's a tea house in the centre of the woods. It has tall glass walls and a fireplace in the corner. People sit at cosy tables, warming their hands on cups of hot tea, with colourfully painted teapots hanging from hooks by the fire. You park your bike at a return rack near the entrance and walk into the tea house. Inside there's a calm chatter and the clinking of ceramic cups. You order a pot of your favourite kind of tea and take it outside on a tray. The lawn of the tea house slopes gently down to the bank of the river that you followed here. You sit at one of the tables by the water. Small rowboats pass in either direction. There are groups of friends, families and solo travellers here, taking advantage of a nice evening for a relaxing paddle up and down the river. 
Once the tea has cooled off a bit, you pour yourself a cup and you enjoy the warmest sensation as your hands on the outside of the mug feel the warmth from the inside. When you take a sip, it warms you from the inside as well. The rich smell of the tea rises up to your nose with the steam from the pot. You think back on what you've seen today. The Don Tower, the shops and homes, the intricate gables, the families of ducks out for an evening swim. You smile thinking of them. You remember the delicious pancake and can still taste its wonderful flavours on the tip of your tongue. After finishing your tea, you head down to the river's edge. You listen to the steady sound of the river flowing by, and small ripples form at the edge of the water. It's undeniably calm here. A warmly lit tent to your left is calling your attention. It offers rowboat rides up and down the rivers and canals of Utrecht. You ask about going back to town this way, and the guide tells you, yes, of course. The guide unties a green rowboat and lays plush white cushions on the wooden seats. You step into the boat and sit down, feeling yourself sink into the softness of the cushion beneath you. The guide gets in two and takes up the wooden oars on either side. The guide rows you along the lazy river, past the tea house and back out into the forest. The river twists and turns, left to right, among the trees. All the while you listen to the sound of the paddles rowing behind you. There's something innately pleasing about the soft, rhythmic swirl of the oars through the water, you think. You'll take a while to get back to town. The guide tells you, and lots of people, use the trip for a nap. And you do feel a little bit sleepy, you think. It's been quite a day exploring this beautiful city. The boat rocks gently back and forth, to the rhythm of the oars pulling beneath the surface of the water, which laps quietly at the sides of the boat. You feel your eyelids grow heavy. You slide down farther into the cushions and allow yourself to relax. And you feel safe and comfortable here. It's dark now and the stairs have made an appearance overhead. You lean back to look at the canvas of black up above, but before long it's replaced with the darkness behind your tired eyelids. The beauty of Utrecht and the rocking of the boat back and forth has cradled you in to a safe and restful sleep.